This is Boss Ladies Uncut, the podcast all about the real, raw, uncut stories of boss ladies sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to starting and growing a purpose-based business and blending the realities of life. We share interviews, tools, tips, and mindset shifts to help you step into and elevate your boss lady. Don't forget to join other boss ladies around the world in our free Facebook community, Boss Ladies Sisterhood. Here's your host, the queen of the sisterhood, Boss Lady Michelle Fragius. Good afternoon. It was almost, I nearly said good morning, everyone. Welcome to Boss Ladies Uncut, where we'll be sharing the real and raw truths of what it means to start and grow a business while blending the challenges of life. And today's interview is with Louise Matson. Now, Louise Matson is a corporate women's shoe specialist and founder of Louise M Shoes. I love this because um, in all the interviews that we've had, I think we've only had one other product business. So uh, it's so great to have you today with us, Louise. Louise has used her 17 years experience as a flight attendant to develop her own luxury shoe brand, Louise M, for airline cabin crews and professional and executive women. She's known as the shoe lady and Louise's shoes are described by her clients as the best cabin crew shoes ever and the most comfortable corporate shoes on this planet. I'll tell you what, that's something I definitely needed when I was in corporate. So welcome, Louise. I, I've now unmuted you. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me here today. And it is still morning here in Perth. Well, there you go. Well, it depends where you are in the world, right? Because we're broadcasting all over the world. So yeah, um, yeah I, I should just say, g'day, wherever you are. <laughs> morning, <laughs> or not. Anyway, so um, tell us, Louise, like, how did you start your business? Like, from the very beginning, like, like how did I think about it? Or <laughs> how did it come up? How did it come up? Like, what drove you to do shoes? Yeah. Well, I, as you said, I was a flight attendant for 17 years. So I worked um, you know, in a metal tube up in the sky for that for that period of time. And we needed shoes that were comfortable, but also provided the safety. We needed the stability, the, the functionality. You know, we needed them to be functional. We needed to be able to work in them, um, but with a comfort level. So, and I always bought the best quality shoes I could find. However, it became increasingly difficult because the retailers stock fashion shoes. You know, there's lots of sparkle mm. out there and, um, and, you know, shoes that you can wear for a short period of time or be dropped at the door and into the restaurant and be picked up again outside the door. But uh, it became increasingly difficult for me to find shoes that met the uniform guidelines, which is very strict. Mm. It's a very plain court shoe uh, with uh, heel heights and heel circumference that you need to look for. Uh, so, yeah, I just couldn't find what I wanted anymore and I ended up being in a very daggy <laughs> pair of shoes but they met their uniform guidelines and um, there I was in them. So I was taking off one day uh, in the aircraft and thought, what has happened to me? You know, I, were, I didn't even feel nice in my uniform because my mm. shoes were so terrible um, and they weren't comfortable at all either. So... That's when I started to think, this is, I need to do something about this because if I'm having issues, other people are having issues finding this shoe. And I knew if I found the right shoes for airline crew, that corporate women would benefit immensely from them as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And did you start it while you were working as well or did you go from one to the other? No, absolutely. I I was flying and I knew I wanted to get out of flying. Um, after 17 years, I wanted to, to change and I had this thing, I, I wanted to do a business. Um, so I did start thinking about it while I was flying and I went to university actually. I thought I'll get some education around having running a business. and um, But I, I also hadn't completed a degree after school I had pulled out halfway through so I had this thing that I, I needed to complete something but I wanted to do something I really loved doing so that I would complete it and that mm. would also benefit me in a business um, sense so I enrolled in a Bachelor of Commerce but with majors entrepreneurship and marketing and I just love that so it was through that process um, I found my niche of cabin crew and corporate women so yes definitely while I was still flying I did some education and I went and spoke to people like the Business Development Corporation. I went and did like mini courses. You know, you look up any free courses yeah. that are available and you go and do them. Um, yeah. I also, I was working with my market. So I started mm. listening more to, to what the girls were saying about their shoes. You know, oh, I'm so sick of the alarm going off, you know, having to take my shoes off, you know, through security. Um, I only bought these shoes three months ago and they're falling apart. Um, I only have had these shoes for three weeks and they're overstretched. Um, yeah, all oh, these shoes are meant to be comfortable and they're so uncomfortable. Oh, they smell when I take them off. So yeah. I'm quite bothered in an aircraft space or in a hotel room. You don't want smelly shoes. So mm-hmm. all those things I started taking notes of. So that was my research at work, actually. I agree. So, so good. Yeah. I- can I just um, interject because that's such an important thing that you you said there like you found your niche like while you were working right in terms of you were studying you found that passion and then you found you identified your niche to be in that cabin crew corporate in in the footwear and then how good's that even though you were looking to get out you still used the space where you were working as a really great place to do your research and really understand your client, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. And, and at the time, because you might think um, cabin crew and corporate are quite different, we were actually in a corporate-style uniform mm-hmm. and also a lot of corporates walk through those terminals all the time. And a, and a lot of my customers initially would phone me and say, oh, Louise, I was wondering where I'd find shoes and I was walking through the, the terminal and I saw the cabin crew and I wondered what shoes they were wearing. So that's how they found me. So, um, so yeah, so it also did suit the corporate as well. Yeah. And how did you find the time? Because a lot of the things that women struggle with with starting and growing a business is finding the time to do it while also doing their full-time job. Yes. Well, I was fortunate in that space because I was a casual flight attendant and I was able to pick and choose. So I was able to tell them when I was available and they would roster me around that. And they, now that just doesn't happen these days. Yeah. And a part of the reason why I, I left flying was Virgin Australia bought out this regional airline, SkyWest, that I was working with. And um, I had to change to permanent part-time and that just wasn't going to work for me. So I was very fortunate to be able to do that. I was able to work as much as I wanted to work and be able to fit in my uni as well. But then university was very flexible as well 
for mm. me. So, you know, it, it's about communicating with them as well and they want you to succeed. So and, and now nowadays it's a lot more flexible too because everything's online. So, yeah. um, you know, you don't even have to show up but I always like showing up because I ask lots of questions <laughs> and yeah. get the answers. So, um, so yeah, time is always a struggle. I do have two daughters, fortunately. I mean, they're in their 30s now but, you know, I always had to consider them as well. My husband, um, you know, as much as he um, encourages me in everything I do, he does at times say, Louise, I never see you. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it is a juggle, but you yeah. just prioritise, prioritise what you want to do at the time. Like I was studying at the time and that was my priority. So the other things that I fitted in um, was a bonus. So, yeah, yeah. it's still a struggle. <laughs> still yeah. A struggle. Yeah, no, I get that. And what about when you find, because you're doing this full-time now? Are you doing your business full-time now or? Well, no, I'm actually, I was. I was full-time for five years. Yep. And now I work part-time at the airport on the ground. So still okay. in a uniform, in my shoes at the airport. Um, so I'm back in the aviation industry, which I love. Yeah. And I fit that around my business. So it's a really nice combination, actually. I, again, am researching as I go. Um, but, yeah, also, yeah, get to um, go back and see all the people I, I used to work with. So yeah. I'll, I'll open an aircraft door and go, oh, hi, and then I go, oh, shoes look great. <laughs> so, so that's good. Um, yeah. Yes, so I'm not working full time, although I do a lot of hours on the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I really, um, and I guess that one of the things I really advocate for is building a business your way it doesn't need to mean that, okay, I'm going to leave my job and then go full time in my business. It's about finding the thing that you love and that you're passionate because you said you still love um, working in the aviation industry and, you know, and not only in your business, but also as a job too, right? And having the two working together, really. <laughs> That's That's and, and Michelle, is, for me, I've realised that financial stress is not good for me. So it's, yeah. it's a way of just having a little bit of a side stream income that um, that keeps me settled in, in that space as well. So other people don't have an issue with um, cash flow and, and debt and all that. So, yeah. But I do and I've realised that. So this is a way of of um managing that as well yeah i think um and i think the other thing is there's there's quite a few women out there have, have shame around that and there's nothing to be shamed about that right because we're all uniquely different you know and operate different i'm i'm the same like i i can't operate from a place of pressure right i'm not at my best when i'm at a place of pressure like things have got to be rolling really well abundant you know and uh yeah, obviously you don't want to get to that point, but you know, so life is a roller coaster as a business is, right? And yeah, so yeah, I think particularly in the beginning, you know, I did have savings in the bank, and that's really important too. You know, if you're still working and you know you want to exit, start saving, start saving because um, you know it's nice to have that little nest egg there 
in case you know something gets out of hand because once you start spending you know a hundred dollars here a hundred dollars there and for, and for me as well with my product it's made in italy so mm. i actually travel to italy as well so there's travel costs involved in that there's airfares just because i work for an airline i can't use discount fares for um for my business so mm. i still um have to pay out airfares well used to <laughs> and i'm really hoping to get back um there soon i um, communicate with my italian uh factory actually i was emailing them this morning um so i can still get shoes made but so there were there were costs like that and, and of course mm. i've got product as well so as you can see this is stock yeah. and this costs money so right. and i pay for all this before it leaves italy so and then there's duties and taxes to pay on arrival into Perth as well. So, you know, there's all those things and it's I adds up. Um so yeah, it's mm. nice to know you've got this little thing sitting there, this little amount of money sitting there in case, you know, you do have too much stress and you can use it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I was the same when before I made the leap as well. Um, just having that safety net for sure. And for everyone it's a different safety net too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's yeah. what I mean. For me, it's the financial thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but speaking about that, <laughs> profit and loss, I used to hate that as well. But, girls, get into your profit and loss. Um, mm. and, and it's kind of fun seeing what comes in and what goes out and, and having that profit each month or year or whatever. So, um, so yeah, that's something, you know, more recent I, I, I wasn't aware of that right at the beginning and i know, and I know you communicate with a lot of um people starting out uh, yeah. in their very early years so yeah i really encourage that don't be afraid mm. of it um, yeah Le learn to love your numbers <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm getting there <laughs> totally and so what's kind of been the um biggest struggle for you in in starting and growing your business uh, it's you just don't know what the next step is, I suppose. You've got to learn everything. I haven't done this before. So I'm, I'm having to learn everything. And that's where um, I really found joining um, business networks really valuable. And for me, it was women in business networks. So um, they they have offered, you know, a lot of support. Uh, and, and you hear things, you listen and you think, oh, God, they're doing that. Do, what is that? And do I need yeah. that? Um, yeah. or you know you've got someone to ask you know what does that mean and, and should I be doing it so uh, that's the biggest challenge every step along the way I have to find the answer for it however I think that's part of what university was great for because you know you get, at the beginning of the semester you see that you know there's 12 weeks and they've given you all these assignments and you have no idea what they what they are and then yeah. at the end of 12 weeks, you're going, gee, I've done that and I've actually done really well. And so I use that in my business, that kind of mindset that, gee, I didn't know how to do it that. So, and I figured it out and this is, I, I need to figure this out as well. So yeah. um, I use that often. So that that's the biggest challenge, knowing the next step and then, oh, okay, now that I know the next step, how do I do that? Yes, yeah. Well, we're forever learning, right, even in life, forever learning. And I think, you know, accepting that, that that's part of the road to business, you know, that you are constantly learning and learning the next step. You're not meant to know it at all. You're not meant to have all the answers yeah. and it's totally fine 
not to. But um, you touched on a thing about being in a network and uh, I'd love to explore because this is one thing that I, I say to many women is find your women's network. There's quite a number of them out there. It's find your community, find that group because it's, uh, it's, it's a roller coaster, right? Yes, and the two that I joined, and I will mention them because they've been really valuable in my business, mm -hmm. uh, is Business Chicks. That's, yeah. uh, well, it's global really, but um, Emma has set it up in the US as well now. Um, but I used that because I was also travelling around Australia going to all the cabin crew bases with my shoes, a, a suitcase full of shoes and sitting in the Virgin Australia and Qantas cabin crew bases because my shoes are approved by them. So, um, and while I was there, I would take the opportunity to coincide that with a business chicks event. And usually that was like an evening um, drinks event. Uh, and then here in Perth, I would go to the, the breakfast that, that they would have, the talks that they would have with always inspiring women. And I've been to a couple of their conferences as well where they just have incredible speakers. Uh, yeah. So, uh, And they've helped me find um, all sorts of things. If I wasn't sure about something, I'd email them and say, oh, can you help? And immediately they'd come back to me, so with yeah. amazing things. Um, and in Perth here, more locally, although it is a national one, so you can join now on the East Coast, is Business mm -hmm. Women Australia. And I joined mm -hmm. that right from the beginning when I didn't know much at all and I've got lifelong friends from there and I can you know contact any of them uh, anytime they have online events and um, personal events as well where you, we show up so which I enjoy having a wine with them <laughs> yeah. so yeah they've been really valuable and it's about talking with people like-minded you know they're they're mm -hmm. also trying to establish businesses or grow their businesses whereas I, I meet up with my girlfriends which you know I met when my children were at school and and I love them and I'm so grateful for them but they have no idea the struggles yeah. or the joys that I'm going through uh, yeah say something, but then they go on and talk about something else so yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah it's nice to have um, that networking group yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big advocate for that. It's it's finding the one that the one or the many, right? Because I I'm part of a, a few groups as well because I feel like you can get something and give something in so many different ways to these networks. So uh, they're there yeah, to. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit cautious with a, a lot of those things. Sorry to interrupt you, then, Michelle, um, because time is. Uh, important to me and management so and I become I become overwhelmed when I've got so much to do like when hmm. someone says do this and someone else says do this and someone else says do this and then you've got to fit in your health and your you know your relationships yeah. and, and all that so um, I tend to narrow down mm. what's important to me and I try not to do too much totally totally and everyone's uniquely different right you know you've got kids I've got kids as well but if you're a woman that doesn't have kids it doesn't mean your time is different like you spread it differently no. right? so, yeah, absolutely. yeah that that we could go on a whole topic about boundaries time <laughs> boundaries in itself yeah. so um yeah. so if you could share like three kind of hot tips of you know that you can give to other women who are looking to start and grow in business, what would that be? Well, I think if you haven't left your job, if you think you're exiting your job, as I said, you know, 
take a step before you exit. Go and go and learn things. Go and research. Um, build your network. Build some network before you even yeah, exit your job. You, you might find you, you don't even want to exit your job after that. So the other thing is savings in the bank and know your why. For me, I've got two whys. I've got a why for my clients, my customer base, my market. And I've got my why for, for me personally. So, you know, I want women to be able to go out and um, achieve their goals through my shoes. I want them to be able to put them on and go about their day and not worry about their feet, you know, empower them to go and achieve their goals. And then, you know, personally, it's, uh, well, it's personal, but it's about family and relationships and, and success for me. So, uh, yeah, really get your why because that through the tough and challenging times, you'll have that inner thing like, I don't know why I need to continue this, but I really need to continue this. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, do something before you exit your job, go and research, um, yeah. save some money and um, make sure you have your why. Yeah, no, so good. I I am all for what you just said and everything. Like I think it's super important to know your why, like, because that's what pulls you forward when it is a roller coaster ride, and um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely something that's super important. And having that safety net for sure, and that research or study or do something while you're in still in the job, right? To yeah, to yeah, really yeah. kind of do the groundwork. So so good. Now, um, how do people find out about your shoes? I know I'm going to put a link, but. I believe there's you've got a little wheel on on your website. Tell yeah, us about go that. to the website louisemshoes.com, and there is a spin wheel, so you can spin that and join our newsletter. But you can also get a discount at the same time on the shoes. So I am online. Uh, however, I very much talk to a lot of my clients. Uh, people, you know, a bit hesitant to to buy online, but I suggest you just. Choose the size that you would normally choose and your favourite style. And then if it's not perfect fit, we just have a short conversation. It might be one exchange and then it's all done and it's all done very quickly. So I love to speak with my clients. So give me a call or uh, just go online. Yes. Awesome. So it's louisemshoes.com and I've put the the comment, the, the link I should say, in the comments so um, go and visit Louise and, and look after your feet. <laughs> look after your yeah, feet. Definitely. Definitely. So good. Yeah, go, and see, you. go and see a podiatrist if you have any issues. Go and see oh, a yeah. podiatrist. They're magic and wear Louise M shoes. Yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Louise. It's been awesome chatting with you today. And uh, ladies, uh, Louise has left some really hot tips for you um, before you take the leap. Uh, She's got some three hot tips. And if you missed it, then you have to re-watch it again. So, <laughs> all right, I'll listen into it again. All right, thanks, Louise. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having Bye. me. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe or post a review and share it with another boss lady. Don't forget to also join us and other boss ladies around the globe in our Facebook community, Boss Ladies Sisterhood.